When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Baby, it's showtime, folks. Welcome in. PHNX Cardinals podcast. Hello, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever programming. It is draft week. Johnny Venerable, Bullbrock, talking about how these precious Redbirds can ace the 2023 NFL draft, not fall flat on their face as they've so often been prone to do, Bo. That's right. They uh, can't get out of their own way. It seems like all the time right uh but they do have an opportunity in front of them and with that opportunity arizona cardinals should have that hope right shawshank says hope is a good thing and sometimes hope can be a bad thing right but in this case we're hopeful that monty osifort is deep scouting roots will take him to the arizona cardinals and the nfl draft in kansas city and make the correct selections come thursday night friday night and saturday afternoon it would be big. Can he get his uh, high grades as you and I did doing the Bleacher Report Arizona Cardinals mock draft like we did today? And A, a solid A across the board. We'll see if we can repeat that again today. We'll do another mock. We are doing another mock today, right? We do whatever we want. It's our yeah. show. It was a scarlet letter A in the sense it's A <laughs> with the red for the Redbirds. That's all we do. We ace it. And the Cardinals can learn a thing or two. We want to put this out there tomorrow on the show, the pre-draft show. In our last segment, we're going to go through every mock draft that is sent to us. So what we want, take a screen capture. If you do a PFF mock draft, send it to Bo and I, DMs, wide open, men of the people, and we will display your PFF mock draft results. We want to get a general consensus ahead of Thursday night at four at Four Peaks in downtown Tempe of what the people want. But right now, let's talk about, Bo, what we want and how we believe the Redbirds can ace this draft. And, you know, I'm going to go first. I'm going to tell you exactly what the Cardinals need to do. As much as I love future picks and I want to be a big, fat, greedy slob and I want to get <laughs> ones into the into the future, I do feel like 48 hours out, we need to be realistic. I think a small trade down that nets this franchise, Will Anderson Jr., is best case scenario. Let me tell you why. You can secure maybe a two by trading down with Indy. Indy wants to come up. Let's say that the Tyree Wilson to Houston Texans, please, football gods, let that be true. We're going to get into that. Let's say that's true. And you got three prime quarterbacks sitting there at pick number three. And, you know, you got the crazy owner in Indianapolis. Ballard's fighting for his job. They call you up and say, we're going to give you a two. 
We got to switch spots. Austin Ford gets a second this year, an extra second. You go down to four above Seattle. You take Will Anderson Jr. right in their effing face. You get the new face of your franchise defensively, and you get a sweet, sweet top 40, 41-ish second round pick. I think as good as a first next year would be, I think Will Anderson Jr. trumps any trade down that's significant because of the fact of who he is. I think he's the best player in the draft. I think he represents everything they want this franchise to be going into the four forward years between character, production on the field. That, to me, is the perfect way to kick off the Austin Ford-Gannon era. Hey, look at this human being we got to be the staple of this franchise on and off the field. And we got a second-round pick tomorrow we're going to have a lot of fun with. That, to me, that's how they ace the 2023 NFL draft, Bob Brock. That's sweet. It's just sweet that to get that that high moral character guy right. It's romantic, isn't Don't it? Don't patronize me. You probably want to buy his jersey and wear his jersey proudly. Yeah, white. Right? That white you want your daughter to date him and you, all these great things about Will Anderson. That's fantastic, but that's not how they ace this draft. I'll push back a little bit. I don't think that that has to be a necessity in order for Monty Austin Fort to ace this draft. No, what you mentioned at the beginning, I think that's the most important, in accumulating future assets. When we look at the teams that are in, in a position right now in this draft to where if they do well in the draft, they could catapult themselves out of the rebuild phase and into the contention phase, back to the playoffs, have some exciting young cores, and taking all the assets that they have accumulated over the last two seasons. I'm talking about you know a Houston team. I'm talking about... A Chicago team, a team is that is right there on the precipice. The Arizona Cardinals aren't there yet. So as good as a Will Anderson would be for your rebuild, what's more important is getting more assets, clearing the the way to have more plentiful drafts beyond 2023. Sure, have a solid class this year, create more capital this year in this draft with your assets, with the third overall pick. I think that comes with picks this draft, but course with the in 2024 and then deandre hopkins potentially will get into that conversation what he could net you as far as this draft goes and i think guys that have high ceilings very high ceilings take some swings and i know that steve kime certainly did that but obviously take some swings for guys that are projectable i'm talking about the tyree wilson's of the world i'm talking about yeah. the gonzalez's of the world the cancies sure. of the world these guys that are absolute freaks that i know that it could, it could turn out to be in a couple of years, those guys busted. But you could also be talking about those guys in the next couple of years and saying, man, what the hell were they talking about? These were the premier players in this draft. In order to do so, you have to trust your scouts. You have to trust what you're doing as a general manager. And I would love to see it. If, if you can go out there and you can accumulate future draft capital and get some guys that have high ceilings, very high projectables, I think that that's the win-win for this Arizona Cardinals draft. Now, I'll, we'll get into more uh, in-depth. Like, I'll get into more, like, second-round options, third-round options, and so forth. But I think that that's where you really need to look at this. But they're going to have, presumably, if they do my deal, small trade-down, two twos, two threes. You can even trade down from pick 34 if you want. And then we've got the Hopkins, you know, asset that could be dealt for additional picks. I guess outside of the 2024 first. Like, how many more picks do you need? And I know you want to go in the next draft and you want to be flushed. You want to have 10 to 11 like this year's draft, but you can't project who's available. I know who's available right now. It's the best player in the draft. And I 
I think, and let's dive into this now because I think it's the perfect pivot talking point, Bo Brock. The Tyree Wilson hype train is a freight train from hell and it cannot be stopped. And I'm afraid of it, but at the same time, I embrace it. So dating back when Bo and I were at the NFL Combine, the consensus was Tyree Wilson is going to be a factor for the Arizona Cardinals or somebody else in the top five to seven picks. And as we've gotten closer, and Tyree Wilson, by the way, has not done a damn thing to help his cause, yet he's just a six six foot six, 270-pound monster. People are catching up on this tape. They're like, hey, he might be really good. So much so, we had not one, not two, three viable NFL media people come out and say today, Bo, there is a good likelihood that Tyree Wilson goes second overall to the Houston Texans. Peter Schrager, friend of this program, Michael Lombardi, who has significant ties to that organization, as does Lance Erline. They all went three for three. Lance Erline put him in his mock draft a month ago, and it, you know, is counting his chips today. What would Tyree Wilson going second overall do for the Arizona Cardinals in pick three? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I think it would take immense weight off of Jonathan Gannon and Monty Austin Ford, not having to pick between Will and Tyree if there's no trade-down option. I also think it gives the Cardinals a chance to trade down, and Will Anderson's still there by hook or by crook. Yeah. Does it validate the Tyree Wilson talk, seeing him potentially go second overall to Houston? Yeah, I mean, we talked to somebody close to the situation, and if you listen to this podcast, you can probably figure out who that is. But, but said that the uh, if the Chicago Bears were in, inexplicably <laughs> held on to the number one pick, they would have been taking Tyree Wilson. You remember that being told to you late night yeah, that, in Indianapolis? That was yeah, told I mean, to us by Tyree Wilson's agent, Eric Burkhardt. But now it might come to fruition. It might. I mean, it's like the, the pick that's not far off. The, the next pick in this draft, the Houston Texans, I mean, the word is that they're so confident, uh, you know, as far as their evaluation of this class, that they feel confident by 12 that the chips will fall as they may and that they can still be in a prime position to get a quarterback there. They're not scared of t- I'm passing on a quarterback at two, which is, you know, that that's not the consensus around the league. The league, obviously, they, they view that as the importance of the position. Just ask Denver how it goes when you don't have a franchise-caliber quarterback. You're out of the postseason basically every season that you don't have one. There are exceptions to the rule, right? We've seen Case Keenum's do it before. But, yeah, I, mean, I think it does validate the talk as far as, uh, and vindicate those people who are Tyree Wilson truthers, and, and they're they're puffing their chest out. But it is also smokescreen season. We'll see how the chips abs- actually fall on Thursday night. I mean, one thing we know to be true, right? Frank Reich said today in his pre-draft press conference that he and Scott Fitterer, the GM in Carolina, they are in lockstep as far as where they're going. It's a proposal situation. Everybody's giddy about the the future in Carolina who the quarterback is, everybody's agreed on it. So Carolina's decided. We don't know about Houston. Houston can p- continues to be the wild card. But regardless of if, – if they take Tyree Wilson and that leaves C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson Jr., and Anthony Richardson up for the gre- taking, Monty Osmond's cell phone is going to be going nuts. His yeah. landline's going to be going nuts. And you hope that he's just able in that 10-minute period is able to – Wade through all the, the offers and pick the best one for the Arizona Cardinals. Well, during that same interview with Peter Schrager on Pat McAfee, it's it's clear everybody knows the Cardinals are open for business. And 
Whether that helps or hurts them, I don't know. I don't think it matters, frankly, because if they don't if they don't trade down, they're going to pick a player. That's not you know breaking news, but I think for Cardinal fans, myself included, that prefer Will Anderson Jr. to Tyree Wilson, and having that element of temptation removed from Gannon and Austin Ford. I mean, do you think there's a possibility, Bo? Let's say a trade down's not not possible. It's not viable. All the quarterbacks make it to three. So the teams are like, well, we can just sit back and wait, even though we've got two quarterback needy teams, maybe three in Seattle and Indy and Detroit. Do you do you think there's a possibility the Arizona Cardinals could sit there and pick three and weigh another player over Will Anderson Jr.? Because I I can't imagine the the free fall and the hysteria with the bird gang. If Will Anderson Jr. isn't pick two or pick three or pick four, and you gift him to potentially the Seattle Seahawks. But the free fall for Will Anderson would be significant because that quarterback hungry, those quarterback hungry teams would all supersede and go past the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know. Christian Gonzalez, Paris Johnson Jr. players, we know they like. They can't have him them rated over Will Anderson Jr., right? Uh no, I mean, it would be that I that'd be hard to believe, right? Um Yeah. Because this mean, was the one player we were told that they potentially liked more than Will Anderson Jr. Right, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I see people in the chat saying as, as far as getting a bunch of picks in Anderson, that's the route. But that's not what you described. What you described was like a second-round pick, an extra second-round pick. But, that, that's a, but that's a nice second that you could pivot and parlay into maybe a second and a fourth. Uh, you're not going to get your robust package. I mean, on Bleacher Report earlier today, and we're going to do another mock draft today. You go from three to eleven, Bo, with Tennessee. You're getting you're you're gutting their house, right? You're getting their first next year, a second Give this year, a second Give me that next package. year. You're okay. Give me that future first. Okay. There is an eight pick difference. I know math. I have a calculator between pick three and pick eleven, and that means three premium players whether they're quarterbacks or position players, are going to be taken. And I have seen scenarios in which it becomes incredibly watered down. I would love it if Paris Johnson Jr., like in our mock draft earlier today, was available. What if he's not? What if both corners are gone? Are you are you going to be able to sell the fan base on Lucas Van Nesk or Nolan Smith or, Dar- or Darnell Wright trading from 3 to 11 even though you get all these picks, that's a that's a tough sell. When we what, talk about no, it's not. When we talk about acing this draft, and when you take in all the variables in there, part of it is accumulating draft capital, right? For yeah, this okay. this draft and future drafts, and then picking premium positions. And although every single player you just mentioned plays a premium position, if you if you miss out on Paris Johnson Jr. You have an, uh, another option as far as I know that you're probably not going in the Skaronsky route because people view him as a guard, and I get that. You got you got Wright, who's probably plays the right side of, of the line instead of the left side, so that's probably not your option there either. But you talk about cornerbacks, like they they love Devon Witherspoon out of out of Illinois. If you get a CB one potential in Witherspoon, there's a premium position. You get a Christian Gonzalez with his projectables, six two, two hundred pounds. 40-inch vertical, under 4440. I mean, he's got everything you want. So I think that there are players that you that, that there's enough there to pick from that even if what you feel is worst-case scenario, there's still going to be a player there that projects to play at a high level at a premium position that you can get, plus you can get future draft assets. I want to get to a couple of these comments. Trinell first. Johnny, have you seen next year's projected class? I would take all the picks. Hindsight's always better, but I agree with that. 
Rafa, this draft class is bad. Get all the picks you can for next year. I, I, I hear that. And I, I like this year's draft class probably more than most because I think it fits the Cardinals' needs better. I think it's heavy on offensive line and running backs and edge rushers. Cardinals could use all that. Here's what I won't argue on. We, we know definitively we have its source. They like this class. They don't love it, right? They probably love next year's class more. Why? Because they're going to institute their new scouting department for the way they look at college prospects come August, right? They didn't do that for this year's class. So I am giving you what I would prefer to have happen, what I think would sell better with the fan base, the optics. Will Anderson Jr. plus a sweetener or two, I think would play better. But what Bo is proposing is probably going to happen. And I, I think people need to prepare themselves for the reality in which the pick they, they get back this year may be modest compared to what they get back next year. And that's a big tease, right? We all want picks this year. I want I want like 10 picks on day two. Mm-hmm. But the reality is maybe you only get one pick on day two, but you get two or three picks next year. That's a long time for this fan base who's already been fucking patient through multiple off seasons of rebuilding and no March signings and bus drafts. Like people want to see players added right now today. And as much as it's great to have a first round pick next year, we're dealing with all this bullshit with Michael Bidwell. People are worried about him losing their first next year. So what it's we, like, what are we doing here? We've, we've got a brand new big board. We haven't looked at it once and we're just, we're just going off. Let, let's take a look. Let's, do let's it. debut let's do it. it. Let's talk about some of the players who would be in the vicinity. If you're talking, if you get as low as, as you go from it's seven clean, to it? eight, maybe with Atlanta to 11 with Tennessee, so who are we ballparking in, in, in that spot? You said a Lucas Van Ness, a guy who played a lot of significant snats, made a big impact at Iowa. Uh, you've got Bijan Robinson. you got the first wide receiver off the board, probably not going skill position there. Nolan Smith, as you mentioned. Paris Johnson, he's, he's ninth on our board. Yeah. I mean, it, what, what are we talking here? It's that group of, I think, the two corners – can somebody survive till pick 11? We're assuming the Cardinals could trade down with Tennessee in this scenario. Can somebody can somebody make it to pick 11 from the, those top two corners, which they love? Do you believe Todd McShay's kind of BS report that they like Skaronsky? I do not. Tyree Wilson is not realistic as of today right now. Neither is Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. So it becomes, yeah, it's Paris Johnson Jr. who we have it. So that's their top tackle. Could you take a secondary tackle like Jones or Wright Right specifically is a right tackle, but that's fine. They need a right tackle. They need everything. They need Nolan Smith. They need Lucas Van Ness. The package, though, needs to be substantial To because, Bo, you've talked about this at nauseum. The Cardinals won four games last year. Mm-hmm. So if you're watering down a top 10 pick from getting potentially the best overall player in this draft, and Will Anderson Jr., at least that's what this show thinks, to like the fourth edge rusher, in Nolan Smith or the third or fourth tackle, you better get all the picks. You better get them all because you had the opportunity before the college football season this year in 2022. It was all about Will Anderson Jr. And fast forward nine months, it's still about the young man from Alabama. And you've got an opportunity to take him at third overall or fourth overall. You have to be able to sit up there, Austin Ford and Gannon, by the way, potentially after you just traded all pro receiver DeAndre Hopkins, and sell everybody, Bo, that that was the right decision. That's going to be tough. But, I, but I'm but i with you. I think it's the likelihood of, of what's going to go down come Thursday night. It's not an enviable position at all, right? And, and Monty Ossonfort said that much as far as how he was going to evaluate trading down because it's a two-way street, and you have to weigh 
the, what you're going to get in return potentially for trading down from three or anywhere in the draft and what you're staring down as far as who's going to be on the board. How you weigh the, 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 the player, the prospect yeah. there versus what you would get as far as in return in a trade package. So, I mean, it's not something that he's not, he's not privy to. And, and that's one thing that you just have to, I, I know with a first year GM, it's tough, but just trust in money that he's going to make the right decision. Now we could take this down and it's a great big board. We give props to producer Emma for putting that together. It looks great. You're going to see a lot of that throughout this week as we continue and ramp up our draft coverage. Can't wait for you to be out there with us on Thursday at our NFL draft party at four peaks. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be big for a guy like Monty Austinfort and, and the Arizona Cardinals really to 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 nail this thing come come Thursday and beyond. I mean, and, and to to really just kind of get into which prospects are going to uh, help bolster this roster and, and help kickstart this rebuild. Yeah, hundred percent. Love these comments. I want to get to some of them. Uh, Nick saying Nolan Smith equals Micah Parsons. I know they like Nolan Smith outside the top 10. He's not yeah. going to be a top 10 pick for them. I think the window of Nolan Smith is probably 10 to 15. I think the window, if they stay seven, eight, nine in that area, assuming they can't get Will Anderson Jr., I think it starts and ends, I believe, this with Paris Johnson Jr. I'm almost getting the sense now, Bo, based on what we've heard, based on what I'm hearing that their preference is to take a tackle even more so than a corner. Now, that might be yeah. outlandish for some people to hear. I think Detroit and Atlanta, assuming Atlanta doesn't deal down, are sniffing around both of these cornerbacks. So the Cardinals, presumably trading down, would assume that one of these or both of these corners would well, be gone. Both. Just just think about what that would do to this offense immediately. Say, say yeah. it is Paris Johnson Jr. I mean, it, it changes the perception of this offense when Kyler Murray returns, right? You feel confident that they've got the depth necessary to keep him healthy. Like you're not going to be questioning, well, should we be putting a guy coming off of his injury behind that, that offensive line? I, I think that it removes a lot of the questions there and the idea of what this offense and how it can operate. If you start to get some, some absolute just dogs on the offensive line, right? Like you like DJ Humphreys, your ho hum probably on Calvin Beecham. There's there's nothing. They're big year there. they're year to year guys. That's right. What they they're are. year to year. But you add somebody that you can move forward, build with, in Paris Johnson Jr. I think that people can get behind that absolutely. In in like this offense, like it it doesn't it's not inept, right? You you get your quarterback back. You hopefully get him back up to speed in a new offense, playing it from under center a little bit more. Hopefully get somebody in the interior hopefully a center uh, that you can build with. And then you, this offense can start, you know, you get James Connor. He starts to get maybe some more open rush lanes because you've got a better offensive lineman pushing around defensive lineman than you would. If you don't, I, I think that when you start to think about it, like that's why they're premium positions. What a player or prospect, the caliber of a Paris Johnson jr. Would do for this organization right off the bat. And that it, that, that, that reality exists beyond just a Will Anderson Jr. That's my entire yeah. point here. Yeah, in a very that's long-winded there, way. There's a trickle-down effect when you take Paris, and it's all positive. Um, and right now, if you had to ask me, like, I don't know if he's the best player, but if the Cardinals exit the top 10 with one or two players, I want it to be Will Anderson Jr. or Paris Johnson Jr. I just love impact line and scrimmage players. Cardinals have been too soft at that position for too long. And speaking of, 
of too long. It's been too long, I bet, since you've been on BetMGM Sportsbook. If it's at least been 20 minutes since the show started, it's been too long. We've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks. We're going to have special offers for our listeners each week. Right now, they have a robust emphasis on robust amount of NFL draft props. And listen to this. You can get busy with draft props and the NBA playoff action right now today with our new signature bets. New customers, click into the NBA playoff matchup of your choice. Click signature bets. Each game slash market has their own unique set. You can also do the NFL draft predictor challenge. Answer 10 questions for a chance to win 25 in withdrawable bonus dollars. Love that. Miss out on the grand prize? Answer 7 plus for bonus bets. You know, our friends, BetMGM, they love their bonus bets. They're dishing them out on the reg. Every time I open it up, I get some bonus bets seemingly. It's under promotions, draft predictor challenge. You've got to enter, though, by 4 p.m. Pacific time on 427 to be able to participate and play. And speaking of play, we're going to be playing all fall long as it relates to our friends at BetMGM Sportsbook at the Great Long at State Farm Stadium. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers, by the way, depending on where you live. But for our AZ audience, you're going to get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you're using that bonus code PHNX and get this a week from Friday. We're starting our Knockout Nights Cornhole League. It's the first Friday of every month, starting in May, wrapping up in August. Free specials, giveaways, BetMGM prizes and more. Live show broadcasts on site before and how could I forget presented by Neutral PHNX Suns watch parties for every single Suns playoff away game. And trust me, there's going to be a ton after tonight. The Suns advancing, hopefully, to the Western Conference semifinals. Check out this and more. Check out the show notes for details. And now listen to my guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. See people already asking us in the chat about who's buying first round when they see us at the Four Peaks NFL Draft Party. Well, that's on Johnny and myself. We are paying for the first beers for those wearing the PHNX swag like Johnny's got on his head. I'm wearing the BetMGM lid tonight, so uh, I wouldn't get a beer, and that's on me. But it's not going to be on you if you show up wearing the PHNX sports swag Thursday night. Our draft party, we've been informed we only have a few spots remaining Let's say under five spots remaining. Get it now. We'll have a description in the show notes. Click that link. We'll also push it out on our socials at PHNX underscore, uh, PHNX underscore Cardinals. We'll get you one last link. Get you into the draft party you have, if you haven't done so already. Here's what you're going to get. You're going to get full first-round coverage. We're going to have great guests. We're going to have analysis. We're going to break down the draft. We're also going to have beer specials, $3 Redberg Lager Pints, $5 Redberg Lager Pitchers, and your usual PHNX specials, $3 kilts, and WoW Pints. 
Best place for the NFL draft is Four Peaks on Thursday night, April 27th. For those of you who have registered, we look forward to seeing you there. Cannot wait for that. Less than um, almost 48 hours from the day. Regardless, whether you're wa- where you're watching it, you're enjoying that Redbird Lager, that Four Peaks the Nectar of the Gods. Got to be 21 years or older, uh, but enjoy it responsibly. Um, we'll get back into the draft conversation. We got a mock draft coming up. Also, we have an update as far as the gross misconduct allegations, the request for arbitration from a fired an ex Cardinals employee. Just move that story along. But uh, we got to get into this conversation. Pat McAfee show today. Pac Man Jones uh, has an in. He's got a source uh, for. Uh, to the DeAndre Hopkins trade rumors. And earlier today, Johnny, it was Pac-Man Jones telling McAfee that he believes that there's a very real chance that a deal will be done for DeAndre Hopkins Thursday night at the NFL draft. Yeah. Initially, it was like this week, and then he said Thursday. Well, let's start to piece together what that could mean. Um, The Arizona Cardinals have picked 34. The Buffalo Bills have picked 27. I put this out on the Twitter streets. I texted some few friends. That's the equivalent of about a late third round pick. And right now, depending on who you ask, that's probably DeAndre Hopkins value. So I think everybody cautiously, maybe start preparing yourself a DeAndre Hopkins, not pick acquisition, but pick swap. Could the Arizona Cardinals sneak back into the first round to take in Osiris to take a John Michael Smiths could take uh, an impact pass rusher if they don't get one at three or seven or 11 or whatever. I think there's a good chance. I, I texted somebody who I trust if this was realistic and I got back eye, eyeball emojis. Now that doesn't mean anything's a done the deal. JJ Watt was it the no. Houston Texans? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I'm talking Cardinals. I'm talking okay. Cardinals and D hop um, Hopkins with the pick swap. And I also think, with the Hollywood Brown situation kind of setting the precedent last year, I think the Cardinals have this deal done. I think they've had it done for a hot minute. I think the league, the NFL, the Cardinals, whomever they trade with, Buffalo, Kansas City, kind of want to keep it under wraps for a little bit of a showtime, primetime engagement. If Pac-Man Jones, who, I mean, let's be real. Bo, you said this before the show. His source is DeAndre Hopkins. His source is Diop. <laughs> if Diop's saying he's getting traded Thursday night, then the parameters are, are probably already in place. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't been in any voluntary workouts for the Arizona Cardinals. I think there could be a very real possibility that the Cardinals do a pick swap with the Buffalo Bills, 34 to 27, which is the equivalent to a late third round pick, and DeAndre Hopkins goes to Buffalo. What Would you say yes to that right now, Bo Brock? One more time for me, because it's a little, it's, it's tough to hear back here. It's 27 for 27. 34 and D Hop. And, and what's the change? No, there's no change. No That's change. It. That's the equivalent. Maybe there's change on draft night if that happens. That's the equivalent. If you look at the draft calculator value chart, that you was get made up, by you Jimmy move Johnson. up seven spots. You move you into move the first. Now here, here's the important part of this. Here's the important part of the people for those in the chat or those who are screaming at their the podcast that they're listening to while they're driving in their car. You get a fifth year on your rookie contract by getting somebody late in the first round. So when you're staring down a large quarterback contract, like you're going to have to start paying next season, uh, or I'm sorry, the 2024 season with Kyler Murray, it's important to get, you know, 
controllable players. So if you want to build an offensive line around them, you're going to have five years. So say if you take an offensive lineman in the first round compared to the second round, you're getting that extra year, you're getting a fifth year out of that player. And I think that's important when you're staring at a rebuild. I think that that, that would be, it'd be, it wouldn't be horrible as far as the D hop trade scenarios go. I mean, I, I would take moving back into the first over getting a, a, a third or a fourth in return. As you said, the value as far as just the trade charts, it's right on par with a, a third round pick. Well, whomever's going to go in the late twenties is probably equal to whomever goes on the start of day two. And that's how Buffalo figures it. Yeah. And if you get enough in the trade down package, presumably from three to wherever you don't need a bunch of additional scraps for D hop, right? I think this is much more calculated, advantageous for the Arizona Cardinals to be able to come up. How cool would it be? As, as much as it would sting with DeAndre Hopkins being gone, to have two players at your opening presser. When's the last time the Cardinals have done that? 2003, 2004, when they took Calvin Pace and Brian Stop. Johnson. That was a hot mess disaster. Yeah. But it would be great. Could you imagine Will Anderson Jr. and John Michael Smith standing up there, Paris Johnson Jr., and Os- Osiris, uh, what's Osiris's last name? Torrance. I mean, Torrance standing up there with their dual jerseys. Mammoth, just huge. With their huge white, clean jerseys up there at, at the press conference. It's just like, and then you turn around, you have, you're, you're still in good shape. You probably still have a second round pick from your trade down option, whether wh- whomever that, that was with. So it's not my preference. My preference is to get a second for D hop, a true yeah. second. That does not look likely. What does right do? Now. What does a second do for you? This this draft. Well, I mean, it gives you options. You could trade now. You could trade in next year. You've got thirty four plus a second. But I, I, it, I think that it, that it fifth always, year that's very appealing to me. I mean, it is. not only not only do you get a better prospect, yeah. and I know that there are only few. There's only what twenty. Uh, a lot of evaluators say there's only twenty first round grades here. So. You get close if somebody slides, well, let's get, right? Let's get our big board back up. Producer. Yeah, I'm a, we're gonna we wear this quick? thing out. Absolutely, let's get into it. John, John was in the uh, in the chat asking who we taking, and I love that line of thinking. Absolutely, you should be thinking that right away. Uh, so if we're we're ballparking it. You got Brian Breesy, the D tackle at a Clemson, twenty five. John Jingleheimer, Michael Schmitz at twenty six. That's your center in the future consensus top center in this draft. Mozzie Smith, nose He's tackle out of Michigan. Jameer Gibbs, let's not get crazy. We're not going to yeah. take a running back in the first round. Not going to take a wide receiver. All those players minus the two skill player, minus the three skill players are options. Torrance, Murphy, McDonald, Breezy, Schmidt, depending on what you do with your first pick. Uh, this draft, and this is our big board. Other big boards are obviously going to be different. This draft plays to what the Cardinals suck at, what they need. Linemen. Hmm and pass rushers, and some tasty defensive linemen. So I also like the mindset of the fifth-year option, Bo, because a fifth-year option on a pass rusher or an elite tackle or an elite interior offensive lineman, that's worth its weight, it's gold. You know where it's not great is probably with a running back. It's That's not great value. So well, can you imagine, you trade down from three to, let's, let's say the Cardinals trade from three to seven, and they get Paris Johnson Jr. at seven, right? And now they're at 27. And getting an impact defensive lineman like a breezy, I mean that that's sign me up for that right now. Then you turn around on on day two, you got a bunch of picks from your trade yeah. down. It would we talk about ace in the draft. I mean that that's what would that would that's what it looks like. R- really cashing in on on 
maximizing trading down from three and then potentially, you know, trading DeAndre Hopkins for a controllable draft and develop guy who can make an impact year one, but it's, it's, you know, you've got a half decade of this, this player locked in. I mean, I I don't have a problem with that, but I also won't have an issue if they get a second. I, I mean, that would be, I think that ship has sailed. I just don't know if that that's realistic and happening, but um, and, and I don't know how realistic this is. I mean, you just got to trust your source on that. And that's, that's well, exciting to, to think I, about because considering where DeAndre Hopkins market was, it, it was dead weeks ago. Well, I'm not saying this is going to happen. So everybody just needs to take a, right. take that with a grain of salt. But I think the, the, the wording from the Pac-Man today, mm-hmm. and I'm going to trust Pac-Man is that he could have said he's going to be traded during the draft. He's going to be traded later this week. He, he was specific. He said, it's going to be, th- I, I'm hearing it could be Thursday night. Well, what does mm-hmm. that mean? That means a pick swap. If he's traded on Thursday night, he's going to be traded for pick 34. And the Cardinals are going to come up in re- from round two to round one. They're going to have two first round picks. If he's traded Friday, it's going to be for a third. And and I would say the, the 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 blowback from trading D Hop because like we're in this every day the chat you know PHNX Cardinals we're here living this every day Twitter's living it every day but like the people who are not you know they don't have a firm virtual presence they're not in this digital space a lot of people are like uh, Hopkins for pick ninety one fire everybody you know that <laughs> the right? casuals out there right mom and pop yeah the yeah. casuals out there. What the fuck are you doing? Trading right. Hopkins for pick 91 or 96? They've got their brand new DeAndre Hopkins car- uh, Arizona Cardinals uniform on, jersey on. What what happened? I thought he was what? staying. I just got this jersey yesterday. <laughs> I think the blowback and the optics, which are important, if all things are equal, it looks better to say, well, we traded Diop and we kind of got a first-round pick out of it. You didn't, right. but you kind of did. That matters to people, and I... I think that this is a a nice compromise. Again, give me the extra picks, but if you can't get it, I mean, shit, man. When's the last time this franchise has done something exciting in the in the first round? I mean, you could exit the first round with a with a bunch of players. That that's think about this. What if they trade down from three to seven or three to eleven? They get a one next year, and then they trade Hopkins and they do the pick swap. You're 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 Houston. Suddenly, you got four first rounders in two years. Those should be four Pro Bowl players. Paris Johnson and Osiris Torrance. And then next year, Marvin Harrison Jr. And a pass rusher, right? This roster's flipped on its head real quick. Real quick. I, I To me, this franchise, they know where their bread is buttered. And they know Hopkins is by far and away their best tradable asset. Not named Buda Baker, which they're not going to trade. I, I I am growing on this move should they make it by the hour, Bo. Yeah. Uh, our, our guy in the, in the chat Nailing this one, just checked it out. Jalen Blair saying Tony Pauline updating his Sunday story saying that teams are inquiring with the Cardinals about the third overall pick to move up for a tackle. Where the Cardinals, now he's hearing from the organization or people in the know that the Cardinals could stay at three and just take Paris Johnson themselves. So uh, the Paris Johnson hype, it, it's it's very real. Let's get the we we mentioned the fifth year option. Let's just let's just mention this real quick and we'll get yeah. into our mock draft. We'll tell you what's going on with Bidwell and the gross misconduct allegations, but uh, yeah, the, the so we're seeing a couple big names, right? Joe Burrow, top pick in the 2020 draft. Justin Jefferson, the top or uh, the 20th pick in the 
2020 draft. We're starting to see the fifth-year options, the easy decisions made on that because the deadline is next Tuesday. We still don't have anything as far as Isaiah Simmons, but let's take a look at who who they had as far as the fifth-year options picked up for the for the 2020 draft. Uh, only a few, right? So it's no Simmons, right? You got Burrow, the top guy in that draft. You've got Tua at five. You've got down the line a little bit. You've got CeeDee Lamb at 17. Uh, and then you've got 20th over, 22nd overall, Justin Jefferson. Great graphic here. Burrow, Tua, Tristan Wirfs mixed in there at 13. CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jefferson. 13 and 17 hurt the most because those are two guys that the Cardinals were targeting, two guys that Kyler Murray identified as players he won in this draft. We're, we're going to ask tomorrow an update because we are going to get to talk to at least Jonathan Gannon after voluntary minicamp at Cardinals training facility tomorrow about you know the latest and where they are with Isaiah Simmons. But I'm not seeing anything of Simmons around the organization. He wasn't a part of the uniform reveal. He wasn't a part of the workouts that they had a couple weeks ago. He wasn't there in the pictures I saw today from the facility, the team going through voluntary minicamp. It just seems like there is uh, distance between the 2020 eighth overall pick and the organization. And it just kind of, what what we've been talking about doesn't seem likely that they're going to pick up that fifth year option for close to $12 million on the versatile linebacker. Emma, could you do me a favor? Can we put up this graphic one more time? Cause it's got the notables who are getting picked up and several of them in the top 10. I'm getting word right now. We have an update on Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> Get this fifth year option picked up. It's a big, no, this podcast has been telling, you no know, for four to six weeks, it's not happening. Right, it was not a good pick. You can't. He doesn't have a position. Why'd you do that to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> update. There's no update. Making Cardinals fart noises up. with your mouth, Ron Burgundy. Here's what's gonna happen. Cardinals are gonna have a banner weekend in the NFL draft. Okay, and they're gonna sneak out, sneak out through the the Twitter streets. Hey, we didn't pick up Isaiah Simmons' fifth year option. Look over here. We got Will Anderson. Look over here. We took a bunch of players. We got a future one next year. That's what's going to happen. Book it. This podcast has been telling you for two months. They don't (laughs) value the position. They may not value the player. He has skipped everything. He might play for the team. I'm going to tell you right now, like, what if they traded Isaiah Simmons over the weekend? Would that surprise anybody? I don't have that source or whatever, but... Isaiah Simmons, $12.5 million. They won't even sign a backup quarterback for a million bucks. 12.5? He doesn't have a position. Goodbye. Goodbye. I, I, I hope can't if believe, you bought an Isaiah Simmons. I can't believe you had Emma go through putting the graphic on the screen. You said you, you got us all excited. You had an update. And then you 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 made a fart noise with your mouth. Not just any fart. Like it's a gigantic traffic, baby. fart noise out of your mouth. Unbelievable. Oh, Isaiah, why did you spurn us twice to come on the program? Oh, is, you know, it's personal. It's personal. We're getting – is the slander no, continuing? Look, I agree. Not, I, I think that it's all signs pointing to the fifth-year fifth option not being picked up. You look at those names, and Justin Herbert's going to be a part of that. They're probably just trying to iron out an extension before even having to lock in the fifth-year option. That's, that's a no-brainer part of that draft. There's a couple other no-brainers, but it's like – you look at these guys, and there's no question. Maybe Tua, just because of his health, but there's really no question as far as these guys and the impact of their game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, classic that classic wing king, <laughs> Johnny Venerable. He got us. Uh, oh, I did. It's great though. I saw I saw that graphic. I'm like, that's a great graphic. Let's see it again. But 
Isaiah, you better not drop. Isaiah. You better not make a fart noise with your mouth <laughs> as we look at this. I won't do it again. <laughs> I promise I won't. Listen, I'm not anti-Isaiah Simmons, contrary to popular belief. But I'm going to tell you right now, like what he provides to the team does not equal $12.5 million. <laughs> you know what? It probably doesn't provide $5 million. They don't value that position. Kaiser White is everything that Jonathan Gannon wants out of a linebacker. What do they pay him? Like three or four million bucks? They want to pay a Paris Johnson Jr. or a Will Anderson Jr. the money that they're going to have to pay. They would have to pay Isaiah Simmons. They want to sign those kind of checks for those kind of premium positions. Not guys who play corner and edge rusher and inside backer and safety. It just doesn't make sense, man. I'm not lying in front of 270 people picking spreads <laughs> like this video, by the way. 271. Johnny's mom just joined on and said, what happened? Well, your son just made a fart noise with his mouth. Yeah, this is, and this he got is a paid for it show. in a weird We're way. journalists, damn it. <laughs> no, it's just, it's it's unfortunate. Like, I, I was the biggest Isaiah Simmons fan. You would love to see the potential tapped into. And you saw it. You saw it on display you know, in, in some game-changing plays. But as far as the consistency, as far as the position that you can or cannot say he plays and, and what this organization, the new regime, and how they want to invest their cap dollars, it just doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. Uh, and, you know, there's there's a very real scenario in the future where Isaiah Simmons is, is playing big-time football wearing a different uniform. And that's... What's big-time football for Isaiah Simmons? I... I think you make an argument. We've probably seen the best of Isaiah Simmons. Like, this is who he is. And if this is who he is, what's the price tag? Like, he had a robust stat rap sheet this year. Like, look at his look at his statistics. They look good on paper. But then you watch the game, and he's like, we can't really defend the run, and he's never going to be a double-digit sack artist because he can't rush from the edge. He can get some intercept. Like, there's there's a place for Isaiah Simmons in the NFL as a starting player. But, like... How much are you going to pay for that? What would you pay in a perfect world for Isaiah Simmons, Bob Rock? No, I mean, I, he's going to have to prove it. He's going to have to prove it, whether he's wearing a Cardinals uniform this year or some other uniform this year. And I, I don't think that that's a, a, like a, a real good chance of happening. I think that they just roll the dice and, and let him play out his rookie deal the four years. And, and then we'll see what the market looks like next year. And if, if he plays well, you know, could he get a, a, a deal that – it looks like TJ Edwards got from, from the Eagles. I, Maybe, I, you know, he'd have to, he'd have to up his game as far as the consistency on, on a down to down basis, but it it's not there yet. Uh, but the, the game changing plays, like if you, if you incorporate consistency with the game changing plays that he made last year, like the strip sack of Kirk cousins that could have turned the game against the Vikings or the, you know, uh, the big play he had in overtime Raiders, against yeah. Vegas, you know, it's, it's there. But the down to down from the opening kickoff to the final whistle blowing, I, I I don't think any Cardinals fan will say that it's there yet. So if he can just, prove that in this year, I just don't think the Cardinals want to invest beyond with anybody not named Kyler Murray uh, that type of money. And I, I'm gonna not to throw water on tomorrow's show when we get you know confirmation or not on Simmons, but like. Look with your eyes and let them tell you what they're doing with your their actions, not their words. Like, Simmons hasn't been around. Like, look at all these players trying to ingratiate themselves with Gannon. Hollywood Brown wants to be here and wants a new deal. Isaiah Simmons, he's hanging out with D-Hop and he's doing what he wants to do. And I, has he even talked to this coaching staff? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. But I just, it, is, is it how you, you would want your fifth-year option to be 
captain of your defense, inside linebacker, like to handle this off. Zayvon Collins is the heir apparent right now. He's the right. guy who's going to call this defense and be the template. He's got Isaiah the luxury Simmons. of time. He has the luxury of time. He's going into his third year where Isaiah Simmons is going into his fourth year. There's this deadline that's looming May 2nd, next Tuesday. And, you know, if I'm if, Isaiah Simmons, if they had to make the decision. If you flipped them, if it was Zayvon Collins and he was staring down, would you pick up Zayvon Collins' fifth year right now? No, I need one more year to look at him. I hate you. Nah, you do. Uh, AZ uh, Cards Nerd 11 saying the previous regime effed up Simmons in the w- worst way uh, possible. And he's a decent player when he has a proper coaching staff. And that might be the case. I mean, we're going to see. Like, it, it benefits Isaiah Simmons. Even if he's playing in a lame duck contract year, it's a contract year. And it's going to be an important one for Simmons if he wants to cash in going into his prime in the NFL. He's going, and he's going to want to listen to guys like Gannon and Nick Rollis and the defensive coaching staff for the Cardinals uh, in order to, to really cash in in his, in his final deal of his rookie year, final year yeah, you, of his rookie deal. You can cash in too, but on the cheap with our friends at Circle K. We're so excited to partner with Circle K. Check out your local Circle K, best coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas filled up this morning. I'm going to tell you what, much cheaper than a lot of the faux competitors to Circle K. After the show, I'm going to go stock up Polar Pops, iced coffee, 12 packs of beer. Hello, Four Peaks, Monster Energy drinks. I'm going to get ready for PHNX Suns broadcast right before Suns tip off at home against the Clippers. And I get my snacks at Circle K just down the street. If you don't have one near you or you don't know where a Circle K is, convenience at a convenient price, head to circlek.com slash store locator. That's circlek.com slash store locator it's super hot right now you do not want to be stuck in rural arizona without a cold drink and a filled up gas tank at not a premium price check out circlek.com for all of their benefits their their programs they've got a ton of stuff that you can check out you can save that really is designed to help save you money on all the stuff that we use on a daily basis again circlek.com slash store locator bow I'm hitting up Circle K on the way home. I'm going to gas up, going to get some. Yep. They've got elite beef jerky. It's moist. It's delicious. Their Circle K beef jerky goes crazy. Also, which goes crazy, all the furniture from more furniture. Yeah, get your house, your apartment, your condo, get it set up with more furniture. They're already starting to ramp up the Memorial Day sale where you can get up to 50% off. Check them out right now on their website, morefurniture.com. Buy what you need for your home and more at morefurniture.com. Their white glove delivery is unreal. You can't find anything that matches it from any other furniture uh, company out there. You can buy the furniture from them. They're going to get the white glove delivery. They'll deliver it to your house. They'll get rid of the packaging. They'll set it up, and they'll put it exactly where you want without you having to lift a finger. The white glove delivery is unbelievable. We received it for our office. They set us up. We didn't have to do anything. Save big on the best furniture in the Valley when you head over to morefurniture.com, Johnny. Real quick, before we do the mock draft, an update on the Michael Bidwell slash the allegations from fired employee Terry McDonough on the to the Cardinals and requesting arbitration from the league. This is what we have. Uh, as far as that goes, the league seems like it's it's moving forward. It selected the NBA's former top lawyer to arbitrate an employment dispute between the Cardinals owner Michael Bidwell and the team's former vice president, player personnel, Terry McDonough. So that's the latest on that. And they expect as far as this to go, that as part of his his duties, 
that this Michigan will determine the schedule for the legal discovery. So they're going to investigate depositions where they'll talk to people and they expect to take at least several months. So this is not going anywhere and the NFL is moving forward with it. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's, it's not surprising. The league couldn't just let this go on without taking action. This is not good for the shield. Uh, And so the NFL and their big boys are going to step in and their big girls are going to step in and decide, okay, who's at fault here? What can we do to specifically like diffuse the situation? Right. And there's rumors that, you know, more people are going to come out. Michael Bidwell, fair or not, needs to be under the microscope here. He needs to be held accountable. If he, if the Cardinals were to, you know, act in such a way that Terry McDonough and company have explained um, again, I expect there to be more that, that point the finger at Michael Bidwell and, He's attorney, and I would imagine he's got the best attorneys at his disposal to, to protect him and his franchise. But Roger Goodell's best interest is making sure that all 32 owners and all 32 teams are shining examples for how not only you operate as a football team, but as a as a you know Fortune 500 company, as a Fortune 50 company. So, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I think it's just kind of white noise at this point. But I think the big key item there is it's going to take a couple months. Could yep. we have resolution by the start of the season? Who knows? But, I mean, goodness, with Daniel Snyder gone, it, it would be in Bidwell's best interest to get his house cleaned up to make sure the Cardinals aren't continually lumped in this category of not getting things right on and off the field. And, and there are people who are adamant that more is coming in the way of Michael Bidwell, the embarrassment that they've they've been for the better part of 18 to 24 <laughs> months. You know, Terry McDonough was clearly not the model employee, but – Two parties can be right, but also wrong simultaneously. So I'm anxious to see how it shakes out. Yeah, well said. Let's uh, put our money where our mouth is. Let's wrap this thing up with a with a draft with a mock draft. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm gonna pull up here. Give me a second. I'm gonna present. And uh, are we gonna allow trades? I think we'll allow it. Yeah, I think we should mock, mock draft mock draft simulator. Let's party with our friends at Pro Football Focus. If you missed it on the top <laughs> of the show. If you send Bo and I a mock draft between now and tomorrow, we will put it on the show. The, we want to the, see who you want. Yeah. The problem with the pro football focus, and somebody pointed this out in the chat, is it is behind a paywall. So if you, oh, okay. wherever you do your mock draft, if you can free, find a free one, we will absolutely take that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Come on, PFF. Give us the free mock drafts. Um, all right. So Arizona Cardinals, third overall pick. We're going to do all seven rounds. And uh, goodness, it's going to be sad when we're not going to be able to do this anymore, at least for the 2023 NFL draft. So we're on the clock. We're going to start the draft. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Bo Brocko, back to back. There's sweet, sweet Will Anderson Jr. Go ahead and ignore Jalen Carter there. He's not an option for this team. <laughs> you want to you dabble with the trade? Let's dabble. Yeah, of course I do. Now, as far as the mock draft simulator, it will not it will not be deterred by all the, the latest rumblings as far as who Houston, what Houston will do with the second overall pick. It stayed firm. It took the quarterback. That's the logical thing to do. Take the second best QB on the board. So uh, CJ Stroud, you're gone. So let's take a look at some of the options. Don't want to trade within the division. What else we got, Johnny? Let's go. We like to trade with the Raiders. We've done a trade with the Tennessee Titans. Falcons might be in the fold there. Anybody else standing out to you? Let's get crazy with this one. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's quarterback situation is a disaster. Uh, the Vikings, I would put in this category as well. The Ravens, maybe. You pick between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Baltimore Ravens, both teams that presumably need quarterbacks of the future that would 
move up for Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, which is your preference right now? I would go Tampa. I mean, you're just falling too far down the draft board if you go with Minnesota. All the or way do you down want to there. do the Col- or do you want to do the Colts? Colts are right here. Yeah, let's do the Colts. We, the one you outlined that you said would be acing the draft. So let's let's see what we can kind of pull from the Colts. So of course, you just swap three for four. You said they're not you- interested. They're not interested, Bo Brock. Why won't they talk to us? Well, put put the second round pick on there and just see if that gets the deal done. It does not. Wow, now, that was a hard no. Pick 79 and maybe 106. Let's offer that. So the Colts are just, they're not responding to Michael Bidwell and company's There's phone call. There's nobody on the board that they All feel right. like is in in trouble and getting taken by the Cardinals at three. Uh, I, I, all right, you want to go back to the Packers? The Packers have a lot of picks suddenly. What if Jordan Love kind of sucks ass like everybody assumes that they want to come you know up and Jordan get some Jordan Love is younger than Hendon Hooker? <laughs> that's unbelievable but that does let's not stay, let's me. stick with vegas here let's get let's either go vegas or they're tennessee not in, are they interested i don't know if they're interested they're not interested some of these teams says we're gonna force you know what we're gonna force we're forcing we're forcing the trade we're gonna force this trade <laughs> no, no, i'm sorry no. we're gonna do it we're gonna force the trade why is it giving me why is yeah, it giving go, me position go, players just go with the falcons go it go with the falcons where the but they're not interested. These are the teams that are not interested. This mock draft is just all right. Are we going to force a trade with Atlanta? I say we, if we're going to force force a trade, do it with Indy. But they're not. It's this. What's going on here? Chat, help us. I can't. It's just force this trade. There we go. Now we can do it. Yeah, you will take our trade and you will like it. Pick thirty five. <laughs> pick four for pick three. Forcing this trade. Oh, they accepted it. Hooray! Wow. All right. We're living a good life here. Anthony Richardson, Jim Ursay. How about it? How about this sweet boy right here, Bo Brock? All right. Let's do it. You guys do we really even have to player? look at his player card? We've you know, seen we know, know everything we want about Will Anderson Jr. Will Anderson Jr., fourth overall pick. Cardinals get pick 35. 35 alive. Um, okay. So on the clock, back to back. First, I, I really not, happened, you don't feel like there's a there's a reality where Will Anderson is wearing a Cardinals uniform come Friday, right? What? You really Are think you that that's a, a realistic possibility? Of course I do. I Tony Pauline saying they could stick at pick three, even though it's for Paris Johnson Jr. You think Paris Johnson Jr. could be drafted over Will Anderson Jr. for this franchise? I I think there's I would probably put it like 25 percent. One out of five, one out of four. Get out of here with that. I don't like the negativity. All right, we got back to back. We got back to back picks. They're basically first. Um, you could do you could do a lot of good things here. We got Will Anderson Jr. Anton Harrison's available. John Michael Smith is available. Josh Downs. A lot of people are high on Bo Brock. I'm going to give you the honor. Pick 34 for this franchise. What do you like? I like the tackle out of Oklahoma uh, because you went on the defensive side of the football. Wow, you just pulled the trigger on that. Uh, I was going to talk myself it. through it. So now right back on the board. So you got tackle, and then you can go John Michael Schmitz. Uh, this Dinner. franchise crushing it, force trades and all. Uh, you absolutely love, love to see it. I wonder <laughs> if that will affect our draft grade. Um and we're not as high on Anton in our big board. I still think he's a day two pick, but probably, you know, a mid to late second. But we got him here and we're sitting here at pick 66. Whipler is no longer an option conceivably because we've got John Michael Smith's Bo Brock. 
this kid, I want to say a little bit undersized is Nathaniel Dell. There's nobody, this, this draft class is tough because there's no. not a ton of guys over Get six foot out of my face. Get okay. five, eight, tank <laughs> Dell out of my face. What do you, what do you think about, we, we took Cabernet earlier Clark today. Phillip out of Utah would be a good option. Corner, another premium position. Long. Nope. He's five, nine. He's a slot corner. How about this? How about this a little running back action here? Devon from Texas A and How you say Devon? Carbonet last on the board. Yeah, I'm just UCLA. trying to spice things up. I'm this kid's. A, this is like Chase Edmonds 2.0. Should we do Cabernet again? Should we have our second glass of Cabernet? <laughs> I think I we should. With, wow, you just pull the trigger on it. Like my my opinion doesn't mean anything to you. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry. That's rude of me. All right, Bo Brock's gonna run the show at pick 96 for the Arizona Cardinals. When in the, the reality pick is made for me. I mean, it's going to be the corner out of TCU, Hodges Tomlinson. Just take him. Go ahead. And then make your pick just blindly. All right. It, now, I don't want to be on bad terms. Does it concern you? All these corners are like slot corners, undersized guys, Bo, and no, all because they don't, they don't have Byron Murphy any longer. They don't have anybody that's going to play slot unless it's Isaiah Simmons. And please don't. I don't want to see him play slot corner any longer. All right. So. Cardinals checking some boxes, as are we. Pick 105. All right, so this is start of day two. Cardinals are going to have plenty of time here to make their move. Byron Young, a player I would have been interested in, went one pick before to Houston. Uh, the kid out of Texas, Jomo, I'm interested. Corey Trice isn't a bad option as well. Kobe Turner, we went earlier on Bleacher Report, Bo. Yeah, and I don't think that's a wrong pick. I mean, I don't I don't mind doubling down on Kobe Turner, defensive lineman from uh, – Wake Forest had some good size, had some good good numbers against some solid teams, and the Cardinals they need a little beef on the defensive line. Let's uh, I think that that's a no brainer. That's a nice pick um, because they went Lecky Fotu Rashad Lawrence with two force a couple of years ago. I think they almost need to emulate that strategy, assuming they can't get one of the top guys early on, because uh, this defensive line class, the edge rushers are great, D tackles kind of all over the place. Um, that's a position group, man, that needs a lot of help. Uh, speaking of help, safety help do anything for you or my preference, Dorian Thompson Robinson, 149 PFF has simultaneously bumped him up their rankings. I swear we were doing this a month ago. He was in the three hundreds. DTR is my preference for the quarterback to hold the clipboard for Kyler Murray and to maybe start games while Kyler Murray is on the shelf. I don't want to see Colt McCoy. I don't want to see anything resembling whatever David Blau is doing with this franchise right now. I want DTR for better or worse with this with this Cardinal White Road Unis. Hello, Bo Brock. We've got three picks remaining, correct? So yes. DTR. I was watching a thing with Jordan Palmer. He's actually a fan of the former UCLA corner uh, quarterback. Sure. I, I don't think I don't think it's realistic to think to say that he's gonna start in place of, of a McCoy or a David Blau, even. Uh, but to to add a, a potential future backup to Kyler Murray, I have no problem with that. God, he just abused Arizona State, didn't he? Man, that that we well, should make Shane and company do a rewatch of that game. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Uh, he's a Cardinal now. DTR. They met with him at the combine. We know they like him a lot. We like him in our mock draft. Pick one eighty, Bo Brock. It's funny. Everybody says it's a bad safety class, and all these safeties that are ranked high continue to fall. Talk about a devalued position right now. Do you feel like a temptation here to go wide out? Let's let's check on some of these available wide receivers since we have not pulled the trigger yet. Any of these names doing anything for you? 
No, nah, not necessarily. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't really like any of these guys. I wouldn't mind looking at. We we never. Did we did we end up ta- taking the 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 running back out of UCLA or no? We did. We did. We did take Cabernet. Um, Charbonnet. And so Charbonnet. So I think running backs out of the. I mean, really, the only position group we have not addressed yet is. I mean, we John Michael Schmidt offensive play line, center. right? You could, yeah, we need a guard. Jake Andrews, uh, Mafi out of UCLA, a lot of people are high on. I don't love the kid out of uh, Chandler, the kid from Louisville. I think he's more of an undrafted free agent. Any of these yeah. names do anything for you? No. Okay. Because we already got Mike, we already got John Michael Schmidt. So, you know, Andrews, as far as the center positions, taken care of. Montreal Miller. Yeah, Cardinals worked him out. They had a top thirty visit with him. Does that does that kind of point to maybe looking yeah, at him I, in, on I day mean, three? I think that you could be looking for an inside linebacker, and it's going to be on the cheap. So get an athletic player. So, Yikes, what happened against Florida State? Burn the tape. Everything else looks pretty solid. <laughs> uh, obviously, struggled against two time Natty. Uh, everybody just beat up on Missouri this year. I think this is the pick. Uh, at the very least, a special teamer, six-round pick where we're going to be getting our inside linebackers moving forward. Ventrell, Miller, Florida, Gator, product, now an Arizona Cardinal. Last pick in this draft, pick one, 213. No future picks to help our grade, Bill Brock. You pick the position and the player, my friend. I like. I, I either like Clark, uh, some beef in the middle, or go with uh, the, the Fresno State wide receiver, Marino Cropper. I'm going to dab. 5'11". Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. We'll do meat and potatoes. We'll get funny and frisky with the Coastal Carolina defensive lineman. Good value, 166. Um, This defensive line group, just throw everything at it. Throw the kitchen sink at it, all the bread, all the milk. We're we're trying everything we can. (laughs) This unit desperately needs an infusion of talent wherever we can find it. So wide receiver, I have to wait until we take Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. Grading our last final mock draft, at least for today, for PFF and uh, PHNX Cardinals uh, pre-draft in 2023. How did we do? Well, Will Anderson Jr., A+. They also, you know, they didn't really grade our trade, it doesn't look like. But uh, the only the only pick they didn't like, our boy Ventrell Miller. Yeah. Not a bad final mock draft for us before the real thing on Thursday. Can't wait. We are, uh, we're wrapping up mock draft season um and yeah ended with a banger you got you 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 checked off a lot of boxes there you forced a trade um but it's fine i don't know what real aggressive with that trade maybe it was mad that we pointed out that it's behind a paywall uh but pretty solid pretty solid mock draft look will anderson jr as much as i push back on you know just dropping down and getting a second and, and taking will anderson jr i think it's acclamation of accumulation of, of assets but if that's the best deal possible and, and you get a player the caliber of will anderson jr that's a win as well and to be able to get your future starting center and john michael schmitz another dub for you so uh you like it yeah there's not much not to like about that mock draft nothing to not like about these super chats kr gordon 08 think johnny owes me my first beer thursday laugh out loud if you're there and you're rocking some gear my man gordon you got it it is on me and bo brock no doubt about it uh, Carolina and Crone, $10 super chat. Thank you so much, my man. All I know is when the team sticks for the next four years, y'all better speak on it. I, sticks or stinks? 
we hired the exact the exact man. Only difference is he's a defensive specialist. I think in comparison to Cliff Kingsbury, I with all due respect, we appreciate the super chat. I've met both Cliff Kingsbury and Jonathan Gannon. They could not be more different, Bo Brock. Yeah, no, I mean, anytime you ask Cliff Kingsbury a question, you you hardly got an answer. You ask Jonathan Gannon a question, he answers it and then tells you how he got to that answer. Uh, there's more depth uh, to a guy like Jonathan Gannon. I think that he's prepared beyond just the X's and O's on the field, but he's he's preparing this organization for success uh, from you know his coaching staff to holding the scouts accountable to the people who make the smoothies. We heard this the other day that Jonathan Gannon is not just sitting there eating lunch with his his coaching staff. He's sitting there eating lunch with employees of the organization. He's help. He's helping being a culture changer for this organization. You know who didn't do that? Fortunately, the guy that they had to let go of on Black Monday. To say he's Pickens. the same guy, I think that that's – I appreciate the super chat. I just don't think that's right. Yeah, we had a team employee come up to us uh, recently and say, hey, this guy sits and eats lunch with us, unprompted. Pretty awesome. Can he win games? We're going to find out. Pick and spreads, $2 super chat. Are you guys doing a first-round mock or a AZ 7th? AZ seventh round mock. We're we're gonna we're open for for uh, suggestions here for tomorrow's show, the pre-draft show uh, ahead of Thursday. All options are on the table. I'm gonna tell you right now, an option for you should be our friends at Pins and Aces. I got a Pins and Aces shirt recently. You guys saw it on the broadcast a couple weeks ago, maybe last week. First of all, it pops off the screen. It's also one of the softest, most breathable shirts I've had in forever. On top of the PHNX merchandise locker gear, I rock on the rag. It's got the best, that being pins and aces, best golf apparel accessories out there. We're going to help you out right now. Promo code PHNX. You're going to get 15% off. PHNX promo code 15% off at pins and aces. It's the official golf partner for all things, all city and PHNX. Check out Big Drive Energy wherever you get your golf podcast, wherever you get your podcasts in general. They make amazing hats, polos, golf bags. Even our favorite beer sleeve, an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf cart in the Valley. That's a must-have. Keep your drinks cold. I'm actually pouring those beers at Four Peaks out of my Pens and Aces (laughs) beer sleeve. That's how I'm going to save costs on everybody that's going to come up wearing PHNX gear. (laughs) Click the link in the show notes to sign up for Keeping It 100 Golf Tournament at Dobson Ranch. Love Dobson Ranch at 526. Pens and Aces is going to be there. Prizes. Good time, giveaways, etc. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use PHNX to receive 15% off your order. Get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com, Bo. Sounds good. We are getting closer and closer to the 2023 NFL draft culmination of all the coverage that we provided from the senior bowl to the combine to going out there and meet the new Cardinals regime. And we're going to see what they're made of who they're going to pick and tab as the future of the Arizona Cardinals organization. Can't wait to do it with all of you at the draft party on Thursday. Can't wait to talk to you one more time, at least between now and then, barring any emergency podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to PHNX Sports here on YouTube. Get those alerts set up in case we do drop an emergency podcast. For Emma, for Johnny Venerable, and myself, Bo Brock, have a great rest of your Tuesday. Talk to you Wednesday, breaking down your mock drafts here on PHNX Cardinals. Can't wait.